into the next chamber. Yay, we did it. Nothing went wrong. We're geniuses. (laughs) See? I told you nothing bad would happen. (laughs) All right. You enter this large chamber, and it is full of treasures. Golden statues and furniture and chariots. There's a, a large boat. Uh, There's just baubles and trinkets and, you know, large uh, feathered fans. Um, Wow, the feathers All kinds of just just amazing treasures. Um, Go ahead, give me some spot hidden rolls. Give me some archaeology rolls. Yes. Um, There's lots of... uh, Lots of things to look around. Look around, tell me what you want to look at, and let's roll some dice. I'm going to like look at, try and read any of the stuff. Okay. I'm just going to be looking for anything that looks like an immediate threat. And All right. I got a... And it was a spot hidden? Yeah. I got a 12 under 45. Nice. All right. Um, what are you doing, uh, Miss Mortimer? Um, looking for the shiniest thing I can find that looks the most valuable. Whap, 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 whap. Okay. No. Whap. I rolled a 62 over 45, so I'm probably too busy staring at Tom's butt. Wow. All right. Just um, wow. And how about uh, I was a, uh, Carolina? I was initially going to make a joke about following around Jen to make sure she wasn't touching stuff, but if she's busy ogling, I'm I'm looking around at everything. Just I want to see. You know, you mentioned the fans. Uh, you know, I'm not touching, but I'm looking. And I got a 23 under 70, which is in the middle of the great and greatest, which is annoying. As you look around at all of these treasures, Carolina, again, you realize that the craftsmanship of these objects is outstanding. And the fact that the things are, are so well-preserved is just a testament to how well they were made. Again, they do not match 
any of the dated Egyptian finds that you're aware of. Just completely flabbergasted. Uh, Rodrigo, what did, what did you get again? I got a 14 over 50, so I am really good, but not fantastic. So you see that there's more of the, the same type of thing you had seen in the original chamber. Crops flourishing under this black pharaoh, society advancing. You see the city that was being built now is seems to have uh, maybe quadrupled in size. And you see more and more of these animal-headed people throughout the cities. Can I make anything that, of it? You know that it's reminiscent of some of the, the tales of uh, Anubis, but only in, in some of the symbology. Like, they're, they're not the same tales, but the, the dog-headedness is reminiscent of the jackal. You, you see how it could be a precursor to those, the Egyptian myths that we're used to. All right, so Tom and Jen, you guys are walking around just kind of looking at the treasure. Um, Tom's looking for threats. Uh, Jen's looking for... Touch. <laughs> you know, accidentally tripping and, you know, oh, and oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to feel. <laughs> you accidentally trip and Tom just sees it and catches you. <laughs> you come across a large stone slab like a doorway at the far end of the chamber. There's two statues alongside of it. Statues of men. One of them with the head of a crocodile and the other one with the head of a bear. A bear? A bear. That makes no goddamn sense. You get closer because these are, they're beautiful, but they're grotesque. They're the type of thing that you don't want to look at, but you can't stop looking at it. And you approach them, and then you roll sanity for me. Sorry, I'm still trying to parse out why the hell there's a bear in Egypt. <laughs> um, I rolled a 26 under 66. I mean, I rolled a 47 out of 47. All right. So both of you just take one point as you realize these aren't statues. These are mummified remains of humans. Nope. And those aren't just masks over their heads. Their heads have actually been replaced and stitched together with these animal heads. Now... Miss Jen, I have seen some messed up stuff in my time, but uh, that's just creepy. Yeah. Carolina, is this normal? I turn around to try to see what she's addressing. I have to roll two. Yep. As soon as you get over to him, you go ahead and roll sanity as well. Cool. Fuck. You're welcome. Um, Tom, you also notice looking at these statues they are holding some impressive weaponry. The one with the crocodile head is holding a, a weird looking sword. It goes up and then it hooks around like a sickle. 
and then the one with the head of a bear it's it's got a, a beautiful battle axe you know a, a nice long pole with a spear and axe head um so i got a 71 <laughs> over 37 Ooh. Yeah. yeah so uh you're going to lose so many three um, yeah, this is your first actual mummy Ugh. that you've actually, <laughs> like, been in the same room with, and the weird taxidermy, and are you sure this is the right career path for you? Oh my god, that's so icky. No! Not existential dread! <laughs> no. No. I'm just, ex again, extremely confused and, like, fixated on the fact that it's a bear. Just that, no? No, and I'm, like, going through, like, notes, and I'm just like, no, there are no bears in Egypt. What is this? Give me an idea roll. All right. Uh, all right, so that's 66 under 80. Okay. Okay, so looking at the, the depictions on the walls, uh -huh. the land that this shows is not desert. Uh-huh. And it would be possible that in a climate like that, there would be bears. Some of the people with animal heads have bear heads. There are bears. There are uh, rhinos, snake-headed people, crocodiles, dogs, birds. There are many different types of animal heads. None of this makes any sense. There, there are a few that that don't look like anything. Like you think they might be insects. Yeah, she's just rambling at this point. Just this, this isn't right. Wherever this, 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 they're they're depicting this isn't in Egypt. This isn't even in Africa. None of these animals, like a lot of them, don't even. And then, like, just the single fixation is, did we find the Ark? Are we in Noah's Ark? I think we're in Noah's Ark. And that's what she's choosing to fixate on. All right. Um, Professor Rodrigo, as you're looking over these hieroglyphics and murals as well, uh, you, as you make your way around the walls, you find an opening at the uh, opposite end of where you came in um, that seems to be leading towards another chamber. Oh, look, another room. It seems like it had another one of those clay doors like the sealed in this chamber from the outside, but this one seems to be completely smashed. Looks like someone's been here already. We established that. Yes, but, I mean, this far. Well, we knew they got into the other room. You're not helpful. <laughs> and I start to walk forward. What is uh, Tom and Jen doing? Are you still over by the statues? I'm looking at the weapons. I'm like, huh. Hey, uh, Doc. Think I could take these? <laughs> Why? Carolina, you look at the weapons, and they are exquisite. There doesn't seem to be a, a speck of rust on them. Mm -hmm. And you, you know the battle axe is, is a, a common but powerful weapon, but the sword in the other one's hand is what you know to be a kopesh. Mm -hmm. 
that sword looks like it would be extremely valuable and extremely lethal. Does it look like it's gold leaf or does it look like it's solid gold? It, it looks like, mu- except for the blades themselves, it looks like much of it is solid gold. Okay. Um, I just, uh, I look at the battle axe and go, you could take that one, leave the Kopesh. That one is going to be extremely valuable and it's perfect. If you damage it, we'll be out a, v- a great deal of Miss Mortimer's father's money. Yeah, we don't want to don't want to cost our daddy any money. He signs my checks. And he signs mine too. So I, I'm just gonna like tilt my head left to right and see if I can find a way to remove the weapons without damaging them at all. Roll decks. Oh. Mm. I wrote a one. How? All right. So you are able to slip the weapons right out of the hands of these mummified things. You only break off like two or three fingers. No. Nothing anybody will notice. <laughs> Which one do you take? Uh, I'm going to take the sword. Alright. That Kopesh, it will do 1d8 plus 1 plus any damage bonus that you have. Nice. And if you're going to use it, um, you can use your fighting brawl, but you have to get a hard success or better. Okay. Because it doesn't take much to swing a sword, but it takes a bit more than just swinging a sword. Yeah. You got to know, you got to have the right body movement. You got to, I've, tra- I've trained a sword fight. <laughs> you have a pretty good idea how to move with it. TK does, but does Thomas. <laughs> Thomas has no fucking idea. He just knows I stab it with the pointy end, it dies. My hero. Well, and that's the thing, because the way it curves around, the pointy end isn't like a straight out like a normal sword. So it's it's kind of unwieldy to use. It's a slicey weapon. All right. So, Professor Rodrigo, you head up into the next chamber. I guess I would probably... Do I have... I guess I would light the next, uh, since I'm e- I'd either call for light or I would ask, f- or I would uh, light up the next lantern to start moving ahead. You go ahead and light up the other lantern. Those fools are busy making asses of themselves. Rude. What did I ever do to you? And you walk in, and there's there's a small chamber, and there's a strange, unsettling mural at the far wall. Ooh. To the side of you, there's some sort of altar, and then on the ground in front of it is a sanity roll. I guess we'll start off with that. Oh, that is uh, 59 over 36. And that is going to be five points of sanity. As you see the corpse of a man, he does not look like an ancient Egyptian. This is no mummy. Go ahead and give me an idea roll. Idea? Yep, we're going to see uh, if you understand what you're seeing here. So that's uh, my int, and I'm trying to roll under it? No, you're trying to roll above it. You want to fail this one. Oh, um, okay, yeah, no, then. Um, shit. I was going to say, how bad did you shit? Just don't get 100. No, it's uh, 53 over 70, so... Yeah. <laughs> Oof. 
Yeah, so you take that five points, and this is it. This is it. This is the discovery. You found the Black Pharaoh. This is him, this corpse at, at your feet. This is the Black Pharaoh depicted in, in all the murals so far. There's on the altar a strange gold statue, and this must be his, his symbol. It looks like an Ankh, you know, the, the traditional symbol of life, but it's upside down. And there's these gold filaments or tendrils. There's just hundreds of them just coming out like a sunburst. And you know, the thing is solid gold. It's not moving, but it has this, this look of, of moving and, and swaying to these tendrils. It's almost hypnotic. Yeah, this is it. You've you've found it. You're going to be famous. Go up to it and I use my archaeology to examine the um... Well, you you just think it's the most beautiful thing. This is going to be bigger than King Tut. This is the most ancient of pharaohs, you know. This this goes back before all the dynasties of Egypt. This is the greatest single discovery and it's yours. Damn, you have to share it with these fools. Okay. Oof. Am I still freaking out about not being in Noah's Ark? <laughs> I'm just looking at Jen like, should we follow him? I mean, weapons are pretty nice. He fetches a pretty penny. Yeah, I want to see what's around the corner. Alright, so you start making your way over towards where Professor Rodrigo has gone off to. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and give me another spot hidden on your way. And uh, Carolina and, and yep. Tom can also go ahead and give me those if they're going with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I would follow. I would drag Carolina with us. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> rambling. No. I got a 21 under 45, so doing good. I got a three under 50. 10 under 49. It's not quite an extreme. All right. So as you're making your way through the the piles of treasure on your way to the back wall, you come across this large shelf, and on it are thousands of little figurines. They're little humanoid figures with animal heads. but they're, they're tiny, maybe three, two, three inches tall. And mixed in with them are little stone scarabs. And some of them are, seem to be riding on the scarabs in, in different war poses. Hey, Carolina, why don't you go ahead and give me an archeology? span Cool. Uh, oh, okay, so I got a 66 under 80. All right, so you would know that these are a type of slave for whoever is buried in the tomb. Mm-hmm. These would be their servants, and the little statues are meant to last forever to, to guard and be the servants in the tomb. That's what I afraid of. But there's something in the, the way that the hieroglyphs on the shelf are written. It, it seems funny. You can kind of make it out but it seems to say that the figures are meant to protect the would-be robbers of the tomb. Against the robbers or protect the robbers? It's strange. It looks like it should be saying 
you know, to protect the tomb from robbers. But it looks more like it says to protect the tomb's robbers. That's so weird. It's it's puzzling because that doesn't make sense. And, and right. I mean, it must be, you know, because this form of hieroglyphics predates, you know, everything that you've seen. You know, it, it, you're probably just mistranslating it. Uh, I will immediately point that out to uh, Professor Rodrigo. Um, well, he's he's off in the other chamber right now. Oh. You, haven't, you haven't made it to him. Sorry, you've uh, got the two dipshits um, with you. I was going to say, can I call out to him then? You can. Um, okay. But another thing that you notice, the back walls of this shelf, there's... You know, smaller murals um, carved out of like clay tablets, inlaid into the back walls of this shelf. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, exquisite work. You see these tiny figures, and it looks like they are in the tomb that you're in. Like they're guarding the large stone slab at the end of the room where the mummies that you thought were statues were. They seem to be guarding that. And in the middle of them, there's a pedestal and you can see a large golden ankh sitting on the pedestal. Okay. And that's not in the room. It's not in the room. You look over it and you see a pedestal there where it would be but there's no Ankh there and go ahead real quick and give me give me an archaeology okay okay uh, I got a three under 70 you notice clearly that this golden Ankh is completely normal okay it just looks like the normal everyday Ankh that you're used to seeing okay I'm going to like snap my fingers at uh Tom and Jen and be like, we need to find this. And I'm going to point on the wall to the Ankh and then like point over to where the pedestal is. This is missing. Is it supposed to be small? No. You see how in the, the painting it's relatively large in comparison. It, it, it would be bigger than this in the room. Oh, okay. But it's missing from the pedestal. All of a sudden you hear a loud like stone against stone scraping sound echo through the chamber. Does it sound like it's coming back from the way we came from? Like they've got the the door open or? It's hard to tell because it's kind of echoey and muffled. Professor? (laughs) What she doing? Uh, yes. I'm a little busy. Did you not hear the rock? Well, I mean, I hear it now, yes. What are you doing? What are you... Discovering things, damn it. And I walk around the corner. I'm gonna follow you just because I'm paid to protect you. And it's like, uh, I don't like that tone. <laughs> so you walk into this room that the professor has found himself in. And the first thing you see is the strange mural on the back wall. The next thing you see is a huge hunk of gold. Oh my god, that's so much gold in one piece. And then you see the body decomposing on the ground, with Professor Rodrigo standing over it. Go ahead and roll sanity as you walk into the room. 
I got a 69. Nice. Out of 46. <laughs> I rolled uh, 18 under 47. I rolled 60 over uh, 34. Oh, fuck. Bailey, that's two yep. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be four points for Tom. Jen passed, so that's just going to be one point. Lucky duck. My sanity is getting low. <laughs> Tom, can you give me a con roll? Carolina, if, if you could also, please. Yep. 87 over 50. Why did I just hate me? 48 under 60. <laughs> Caroline, you feel really queasy, and you're, you're holding it in pretty well, but then Tom throws up. And you can hold it back, but as soon as you hear somebody else throwing up, then you start throwing up too, and you can't stop because he starts throwing up worse because you're making him sick on top of being sick, and it's a vicious cycle that goes on for just a few minutes till you're empty. Just (laughs) sobbing. Should have been a paleontologist. <laughs> so yeah, here you are. Um, you can go ahead and give me spot hiddens if you want. That uh, you... corpse in the hole isn't like a, an ancient thing. It is a fresh corpse, correct? It's pretty fresh. Um, I would. I mean, no, it's it's. It's a skeleton. I mean, there's okay. no meat left on it. Um, okay. You could give me um, a medicine roll. But if he's a skeleton, can I do archaeology? No. Be careful, you fools. I found the black pharaoh. I literally have one in medicine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd take first aid. Give me a hard first aid roll. Uh. Well, just roll first aid and tell me what you get. I don't even think I have first aid. <laughs> 30. Which is exactly what I have in first aid. Yeah, so... It's not so, a hard... So, it's pretty gross. Um, you would say, you know, you're not a medical doctor, you'd no expert, but you would say this guy's been here probably five to ten years. I mean, his clothes are obviously turn of the century. Uh, he's got a canvas bag with a lantern in it. Um, there's there's some other stuff in there. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I just it's definitely <laughs> modern. Who found this 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 temple? Because whoever broke in here, and I just gesture to the body. Do I see the onk as well? Yep, you see it. Why is it upside down? That doesn't. Why is it in here? It's supposed to be in the other room. Why would you think? So give me a spot hidden. Okay. I rolled a twenty-nine under uh, forty-five. 
As you're looking around and kind of taking in the mural behind you, you notice that the city that you've seen, you know, pictured growing and growing throughout the, the previous chambers, you see it now burning and strange tentacles are rising up out of the city. Uh, the black pharaoh is being hoisted up on a, on a chariot carried by the beast-headed people. Uh, the beast-headed people are driving the, the normal people out of the city, and you know, some are killing them, some are eating them. And off in the distance from the city, there's a great pyramid, and at the top of the pyramid is the Golden Ankh, tendrils of light coming from it, and it's upside down, just as it is sitting in the pedestal in this chamber. Doc? Have you ever seen anything like this? Because that's not the right way. That's what I was saying. This is older than what everyone knows. But the corpse I'm sorry. isn't. He's wearing clothes from the... the aughts. That was fashionable 20 years ago. Hell, I'm pretty sure my brother wore that to my cousin's wedding. This isn't That's, old. This, everything in here is old. At least not the corpse. So, as as you're ex- trying to explain the, the freshness of this corpse to Professor Rodrigo, you're kind of, you know, nudging at it with your foot and you nudge its its canvas backpack and it looks like uh you know some stuff falls out of the bag uh, including uh, a journal i grabbed the journal sorry it's a book be careful with that it's ancient if by so it's barely an antique you you look at the book and it's written in german Oh, fantastic. And the language dude is crazy. Fantastic. I have Arabic. Yes, also my language is Arabic that I know. Okay, I also have German. Uh, You also see, as you, you know, pick up the bag and take the book, there's a wallet and a few candles, some dried jerky that's pretty much uh, a piece of stone now, and... A stick of dynamite. Um, I take the dynamite. <laughs> I pick up the wallet. All right. Uh, but I am gonna try to get Mario to look at the uh, the book. Be like, look, 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 look. This is I, this is very clearly German. This is not any of the the hieroglyphics or anything that should su- suggest that it is anything less than. Perhaps, as Miss Mortimer said, ten, maybe twelve years? Can you read this? Because I can't read German. I look at it. So, you look at it, and you can read it, but that's not German. That's that's the language of the Black Pharaoh, and, and somehow you're, you're able to read it. Oh, Lord. And you, you start to pour over the book. Miss Mortimer... 
Mm-hmm. You pick up the wallet and you look through that and you find a, a passport. The passport belongs to Sasha Carner. Okay. Born August 2nd, 1880, and his place of residence is Berlin. Um, is there any other information in the uh, passport? No, not really. You just see, you know, he traveled to, you know, a few different places. Looks like he was a bit of an explorer. He's been to India, been to South America, been to Egypt. Egypt was the last punch on there. Not really much you can learn from that. Um, now, this this journal, uh, Mario, I'm going to post some things to you. And you can read these and then you can translate them how you will to the other players because uh. this is this isn't Sasha Carner this is the black pharaoh this is his bible oh lord rip just straight up we're dead have a good life smoke if you got him <laughs> Yeah, because reading out loud is definitely the thing to do from a strange book you find written in another language. I'm not even worried about that. I'm just worried about the fact that Mario's character is, like, lost his mind at this point. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it tells of a battle. It, uh, seems like there someone was attacking this as they were trying to build it in the in the Black Pharaoh's honor. And um, it looks like they just finished it. They had to work tirelessly to get it done. They were building it in his honor? That's why he's buried here. But this is not the Black Pharaoh. But that doesn't explain why there were broken pieces of rock. Why wouldn't you seal the door we came through? Why would you leave a hole in the corner? Someone has clearly tried to get in. And clearly they did. Before we did. Can I can I walk over and smack Rodrigo in the head with the passport? <laughs> oh god. Of maintenance. You walk over <laughs> and you slap him across the face with the passport. And the sound of the slap is an enormous crash. And you look shocked for a moment and then realize that it was coming from out in the other chamber somewhere. Uh, something huge and stone has smashed to the ground. Not the pedestal. What did you touch? I touched nothing. I just smacked him. Maybe smack some sense into him. You know, those poor mummies probably fell down. Like, all right. Uh, I'm gonna take off my uh, pistol, and I'm gonna hand it to Caroline. <laughs> I'm gonna grab her shoulders, look her right in the eyes, like. Now, Miss Caroline, listen. Your job at this very moment is to protect Jen. All you gotta do is aim that gun at something and squeeze the trigger. 
What are you anticipating uh, that I'm going to need to shoot? Yeah, so you just squeeze the trigger. Just don't do it unless you want to shoot something. Okay. And then I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna take and Tom, grab the sword with both hands, go out into the hallway. Tom, why the <laughs> frick did you give her the gun? Well, obviously, <laughs> just staring there with the gun. <laughs> why do I have this? Like, what are you gonna shoot, spiders? He's tiny, and you can take him, or she could take him. But uh, whatever's out there, don't sound too tiny. Point. Fair. I. She's still holding it the way that he handed it to her, but it is just aimed at the ground at this point. Like she's terrified to lift it. Can I take it from her? <laughs> no. That's a bad idea. Don't touch it. You know, touch gun. So what are we doing about this loud crash, guys? Apparently, Tom's gonna go look it. Yep, I'm gonna go look outside after I gave Carolina the gun. <laughs> um, because I'm interested in like the mystical and fantastical. Mm-hmm. Would there be the possibility that, like, I would have read like mythology about the sort of things we've seen in the paintings? Could I roll an occult roll? Yeah, go ahead. I don't like that tone. Right? It's like, mmm. Oh, that's a 47 under 60. Give me a luck roll. Oh, good lord. This is where I die again. 20. You have read some things. I mean, your family's got a lot of money. You know, you went to the best schools. You may have not gotten the best education, but you went to the best schools. I mean, you're you're a graduate of Miskatonic University. You did have to study sometimes, and, and you spent, you know, as little time in the library as you had to. But you had the best tutor. Uh, weird little guy, but he got the job done and got your grades passed, and, I mean, he even wrote a few of your papers for you. But he always liked to go to the restricted area to study. He, he worked with Professor Armitage, the guy who ran the stuffy old librarian. You know, he worked with him, so he was allowed back there, and, and it was always quiet because there was never anybody there. So that's where he liked to go because you could really get a good nap back there, so you didn't mind. But every once in a while, he would read to you you know, just for fun when you got bored, he would read to you from some of these creepy old books. And it's it's just kind of flashing back to you now, you know, stories about a black pharaoh. That sounds like Nearlethotep, one of the great old demon gods from way out in space that creepy old book used to talk about all the time. And just such such bizarre and evil hateful stuff you know you never really liked it too much it was you liked more like the you know stories of, of unicorns and fairy folk and stuff but this this stuff was it was just too dark that's all you can think of now thinking over the black pharaoh portrayed on on the murals go ahead and take five points of cthulhu mythos 
deduct five points from your maximum sanity. Even if you got help and, and got psychotherapy and brought your sanity back up, you could never get completely healthy again. Okay. You've always got that little bit of crack in your mind that this forbidden knowledge has seeped into you from. Cool. Now you've got anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs>